I'm Sam Slade from Fun Calibre and today I've been joined by Bryn Jones, manager of Rathbone Ethical Bond Fund. Hi Bryn. Hi Sam. So you use a negative screen on this fund which basically means that you're excluding certain types of companies. Which ones do you exclude and has that changed at all over the last sort of decade? Yeah, we use a number of negative screens. So armaments, for example, so weapons, uh, high uh, impact on carbon, so this includes miners and car manufacture, obviously alcohol uh, and uh, pornography, gambling, tobacco uh, are the main ones. Um, also, we use things like animal testing. Um, so again, that excludes most pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. And more recently, we've added predatory lending so in the last five years, that's been added okay, to Okay, that's to things list. like Wonga used to be, is it? Yeah, although we haven't, they haven't really got that much debt, but mm. things like doorstep lending and high rates of interest um, are things that we're very conscious of. Okay. And you also use a positive screen, so looking for something positive that a company does. What type of things would that be that you look for? Um, here we're looking for things that have big improvements in environment, uh, to society, uh, employment practices, uh, this is very important to us, things like gender and working uh, uh, life balance for people in, in firms. So there is a, a whole list of um, uh, positives that we're looking for. And in, in terms of what we're looking for, we're looking not just for the fact that, for example, corporate community investment, maybe they do a small amount of charitable donations. It has to be a significant amount. So it's not like a box, uh, box ticking exercise. It's actually that they have a positive contribution in some way, in a significant way. Okay. And are there any differences when it comes to researching ethical bonds to how someone might research ethical equities? Um, well, it really depends. I mean, this this whole area of um, sustainability and ethical, it, it really depends on each firm management firm on how they do it. And I really liken it to a little bit like religion. Everybody has a kind of moral goal that they want to achieve, but everyone, like in many different religions, they all get there in different ways. Right. And I think this really depends on each of you. Know, you get sustainable funds, you get best of sector funds, you get ethical funds. And I really think it really it depends on the individual fund management firm or, or, or the, the mandate in which people are looking at on how they actually achieve it. I think one difference between equities and bonds is that you have to remember that bonds have an asymmetric return. Right. So the upside side is pretty limited. You know, it's your yield, and if you're really clever, a bit of you know, spread compression. Mm -hmm. um, whereas equity investors have a much bigger upside, so they're looking for growth potential. And I think really it comes down to that, that they're looking for the, the big new growth areas in terms of ethical investing, whereas what we're looking for is more about cash flow and being able to sort of capacity to pay the debt back. So does that mean you'd actually end up with a completely different set of companies than perhaps someone like David Harrison on Rathbone Global Sustainability? Yeah, so yeah, the, the Rathbone Sustainability has a different mandate in itself. It's looking for sustainable companies, not necessarily ethical companies, right, okay, yeah. but also in terms of the... the the, the, the financial metrics that businesses have. We, you know, as bond investors, I don't want startup growth companies that might go bust on me. I'm looking for you know, companies that are generating income. So very much we're looking for we're looking for it through a different lens. Okay, thank you. Decarbonisation is a bit of a buzzword at the moment, but renewable energy is quite a small part of your portfolio. Is that because there aren't these attractive bonds or do you see this changing in the near future? Uh, one of the issues with decarbonisation and some of these renewable energy businesses is the fact that a lot of them are growth startup businesses mm -hmm. and some of the cash flow can be uh, uh, potentially at risk. Yeah. Now, we, we do invest in renewable energy businesses where there's strong cash flow or so, strong security like some of the offshore wind farms that are maybe insured by the EIB 
um, and that means that we can really feel that our, our cash flow is secure. Okay. Um, you know, as, as the market matures, what we're finding is some of these startup businesses then have been through their growth potential, have mm. actually started and the project finance has been done. They're then generating cash, which is when bond investors move in, okay. the equity, move, equity investors move out and go on to the next big high return on equity. So I think as, as, as we go to a more mature market, bond investors will get more involved in these. Great stuff. And last but not least, you studied human geography at university. Do you ever use this knowledge when you're meeting company management? I think I really do, actually. And this is a point I kind of, I did a BA in geography, and it's very much about why people do things and looking at the real world. So we learn about economics, we learn about the environment, Mm -hmm. we learn about climate change, we learn about um, sort of changes in big epochs and how at the moment I think we're going through a, uh, a change from Holocene to Anthropocene and these big overarching themes. Uh, Anthropocene's uh, a new epoch so currently we're in an epoch called Holocene. Um, if you think of epochs, things like the Cambrian, the Jurassic etc mm-hmm. and go back through history, the way that you can tell whether we're in a new epoch is basically if you go through the sediment and you know the rocks. So in a thousand years time we'll be able to look back to yeah. the, you know today and say well actually you know, there was climate change, you know, the CO2 parts per million were higher, there's the radioactive waste, there's loads of chicken bones lying around because we've been like eating loads of chickens and farming them. So that's like, what they're saying is this new epoch is a, is a complete change and that humans are having a massive impact on Earth. And so one of the things that we're doing is when we're looking at investment themes, it's saying, well, sustainable and long-term investing is understanding this Anthropocene theme, right? So our investment ethos now is all around this Anthropocene theme. So I do think in my kind of thought processes in terms of the way that I approach everything, it's on a very generic basis, but it's able to be able to pick up many different things and then deliver down into my team and who may be more mathematical or, 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 or have an economics degree who then can analyse that in a different manner in a more specific way. So I do think um, having my degree has actually helped me in, in delivering in fantastic returns for the fund over the long term. That's great. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks. If you'd like to find out more about Rathbone Ethical Bond Fund, please visit fundcaliber.com and please subscribe to the Investing on the Go podcast. Please remember we've been discussing individual stocks to bring investing to life for you. It's not a recommendation to buy or to sell. The fund may or may not still hold these stocks at the time of your listening.